ahip.com. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back. It's Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Ken on his way to Vegas. We will hear from him later this hour, though. His picks this week, he's got them in the books right now, and we will get to those at about 11.45. But there's the Hawkeye victory polka. Didn't get to hear it at Jack Trice Stadium last week as Iowa didn't bring the band, but they did bring the defense and a 27-17 win against the Cyclones. Tom Caker joins us from HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, not the way I anticipated that one going last week, and I don't think I'm along though. alone, though. I, I believe you also were on the Clones last week. I was. Um, yeah, I didn't anticipate that, uh, that game going that way and, and playing out the way it did. Um, but uh, Iowa's defense is really, really good, and um, they are just causing all kinds of problems for opponents this year and um we'll see if they that trend continues uh tomorrow afternoon at kinnick you know tom the defensive line was a question mark coming into the year we knew that back seven was going to be good and they've been nothing short of outstanding so far this season hankins with two picks last week riley moss the week before you got belton all over the place he's making plays you this defensive line linebacking group is as good as we've seen on and on and on, they're playing at a high level. But up front, that was the question. They play 10 guys. I don't think it's going to be a 10-man rotation throughout the season here, but they got some dudes here. And to me, I know a lot of people pointed to 2005, and Iowa coming into the year, big expectations that season, but they were very green up front. At the very least, you knew coming into this year, at least there was some experience. Van Volkenberg had taken snaps. Evans had taken some snaps. Shannon, you know, he had been out there before. So it was a little bit different than that old five group that was basically all freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, um, but not. They, I'll tell you what they they didn't. This this group did not have a whole heck of a lot of snaps though either. Mm-hmm. And changing roles. I mean, you look at Joe Evans; he was just a kind of a specialist, and you know, still kind of is. But they're playing him some on three downs. But they haven't. Those guys really didn't have a lot of snaps. So. Um, I think the comparison was valid, but they've done a nice job. Now, they haven't generated a lot of sacks uh, thus far, but they've gotten pressure. They've gotten in the face of the quarterback a little bit. And, you know, that's half the battle, too, is to just kind of push the pocket a little bit, make the quarterback uncomfortable so he can't step into his throw. And if they can do that, then I think that's that's okay. Um, but, you know, they're... I think the sacks will come. One other guy that's probably going to get in the mix here fairly soon is Logan Jones at defensive oh, yeah. tackle. Um, I, he- I heard last weekend that he's getting he's closer to being ready to go than um, than they originally thought. So I uh, may be back, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. Ethan Herkett. I uh, said it. I think a Monday or Tuesday this week on the air. I remember most every recruit. I remember kind of the story behind it. I. I feel like I have a pretty good grasp, at least on guys. I don't remember a thing about him. Give give us a little recruiting profile, and he played really well against the Clones in seventeen snaps. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of my favorite guys on this uh, on that defensive line right now, just because he is just a high motor, high effort guy um, with pretty good size. You know, he was not a 
defensive lineman coming out of high school. He was a he was a, a, a linebacker, and it just kind of bulked him up. He's gotten bigger and and gotten stronger after a year in the Iowa program, and now he's you know he's I don't know if he's ready for you know fifty snaps, but for twenty. He's going to give you a lot of energy, and I could say the same about Deontay Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both those guys, that, that D-line was getting kind of weary a little bit, kind of tired, and they threw those guys in there, and both those guys really got after it in a drive that was pretty important in the game. And, and uh, you know, uh, we're in there when uh, the, the, the sack occurred of uh, Purdy. Louis Steck's out there. Lucas Van Ness played 38 snaps, one of the highest on the team along those 10 guys that played there. Just names that are coming out of nowhere. I mean, these are deep dives into the the roster to find out the stories of these guys. Yeah, you know, Louis Steck's really interesting to walk on kid. He's kind of a sawed off guy. He's probably you know, uh, you know, just a touch over six foot at that. But you know, kind of Nathan Budgeta mm-hmm. uh, style guy. But um, you know, just uh, played really well. You know, he got an opportunity this spring to show what he could do uh, when a lot of guys were out, and he performed well. So, um, you know, Logan Lee got in there, and he's been doing a nice job as well. Deep. And uh, we'll see how much that's pared down. you got to figure, you know, you can't go out there now with another edition. 11 guys are going to play snaps. But, hey, it's good to have that problem. Better than what I certainly thought it was going to be coming into the year. The second quarter for Spencer Petras, as good as he has ever looked, but... There are four quarters in the football game. Iring out the inconsistencies. These next two weeks feel like a big opportunity here for Petras to to take another step forward. Is that fair? I think it's a huge opportunity just for the, the entire Iowa offense, starting with the offensive line. They'll get Kyler shot back this week, I believe. Um, you know, he's been practicing. He started practicing late last week. So I anticipate he's going to be ready to go. Um, you know, not full go, probably all the snaps, but he'll probably get 30, 40 snaps, I would guess, and get his get him back into into a groove, and also kind of get that offensive line into a groove because they're. I think that's where everything is going with the offense. Is the offensive line has been inconsistent, and since they've been inconsistent, um, the run game's been inconsistent, and the passing game's been inconsistent. Uh, I do think Spencer needs to kind of. You know, he's thrown like 33% of his passes. Uh, targets have been to, uh, to one person, Sam Laporta, and that's just way too heavy. I mean, he's got to figure out a way to get the ball to Tyrone Tracy more often. He's got to figure out a way to get the ball to Keegan Johnson and, and Arlen Bruce, and they got to figure out a way to get those guys more involved because they need to get the ball in the hands of the playmakers, and those are the guys that can do that. Tom, you look at the front. You mentioned the shooter's going to be back this week. Kyler shot. That's going to be a help. What do you think ultimately, take a guess here, what's going to be the ultimate combo? Everybody's healthy. Everybody's back. What is going to be left to right that offensive line? Well, I think the tackles, uh, I, I think everybody will be the same. I think it'll just be uh, Kyler shot out there in place of Justin Britt. Okay. And they may rotate those guys um, at, at some level. Um, to kind of keep Britt engaged and keep him involved. Uh, but I think, that, you know, and I know they really like kind of Colby and they've got him in there, but I just don't uh, I don't see them changing the tackles at this point. But who knows? Maybe they will. Um, but I, I think they're relatively happy with the way Mason Richmond and Nick DeYoung have played. Would it be Inns maybe that bounce out to tackle? Is that be probably the right spot? 
Um, potentially, yeah, or um, Colby. You yeah. know, Colby's a natural tackle, too, um, but they've just kind of played him at guard so far. Um, you know, Jack Plum, but he got in there last week and just didn't perform real well. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of an issue because you think he'd be the third tackle, but um, I would think maybe Colby or um, Ince would be the next guy in at tackle. Talking Hawkeyes with Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. It's Kent State this week. I- I'm absolutely surprised. I know... You do uh, some wagering at Elite Sportsbook, and they have the sports uh, the lines out for every Iowa game going forward. The next week they play Colorado State. That is just brutal. That thing was sixteen and a half. Yet it's twenty two and a half here for Kent State. I can't make a rhyme or reason. Kent State and Colorado State played this week on a neutral field. Kent State would be favored by a touchdown. Yeah, and you look at uh, you know Colorado State's playing at Toledo this weekend, mm-hmm. and they're only, uh, and they're fourteen point dogs. So you're saying that Toledo would would be like a two and a half point dog, to Iowa? Come on, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it seems like stealing money for from that Colorado State bet right now. Well, let's do that. Let's steal a little money in Elite Sportsbook. They're going to be okay <laughs> along with it. I, I've jumped aboard, and I think you got to add a little bit more to that. Well, speaking of Kent State, very high power, very fast offense. Dustin Crum, he's a guy that might hear his name called in the NFL draft. Projected, you know, maybe a fourth, fifth round draft pick, something like that. So the offense is going to go fast. They're going to go up and down the field. And the defense has made some plays this year, too. What are you seeing from the Golden Flashes? Yeah, um, you know, they have that uh, the, the what is it, flash fast offense is what it is. It's interesting because their head coach is Sean Lewis and, <laughs> and making me feel old. Yeah. Uh, uh, we actually covered his recruitment. <laughs> so just tells you you know how young he is or how old we're getting and how long we've been doing this job uh but he was at wisconsin so you would think he'd be one of those grinded out guys but he's fast tempo but they like to run the ball they don't throw it a ton but they like to get plays off every 15 20 seconds at at the at the most and they just like to go fast and and try and get um get things moving on the ground um Crum is really good. He, he runs that offense, knows how to make plays. Their defense, uh, they played three three five, so it's the same thing that Iowa saw last week with Iowa State. Uh, but they are leading the country in interceptions with eight. So, you know, as, as good as Iowa has been picking off passes, um, you know, Kent State's been even better. Both their corners have three interceptions. And they and it's not like they loaded up and had like six against VMI last week. They, they had four against uh, a very good Texas A&M team. It was that was ten three at half, and you know thirteen three in the third quarter with with uh, Kent driving, and they had a pick six, and it was twenty to three, and then it just kind of went downhill from there. Team that going to be different, going to be a fun look and something kind of going forward. But for Iowa, it's about getting right, getting everything going offensively, getting that running game going. And I've seen both at HawkeyeReport.com and some other places, Twitter and the like that. Some concerns, I guess, would be the right word about Tyler Goodson. Just the way that he's reading things, cut back, those kind of things. Doesn't look like the Goodson that a lot of people anticipated, at least early in the season. Yeah, I think that's more offensive line related than anything else right now. They're just, the line's got to get uh, some continuity. And that's what people that I trust have told me as well, that, that um, this is about the line getting some some better continuity. I have really liked what I've seen from Ivor Kelly Martin. He's really yeah. running hard as the, the backup at running back. He has. And 
This might be a next couple of weeks. We'll see a little more of the Williams. We'll see Gavin out there, the Southeast Spoken Dowling Catholic product. Get to see him a little bit more. So it, it just, after last week, the buildup, the anticipation, game day, rivalry game, just feels like a dud this week. What, what do you think Kinnick's going to be like? Well, the weather will be nice, so I, I would suspect that uh, there'll be a lot of people there. I think everybody's really kind of fired up about this team right now. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, they were only a couple thousand tickets left uh, earlier this week, so they may get close to a sellout. And uh, I think people will hang around, and if that game gets a little bit sideways in the second half and it's a, you know, 24-point lead or whatever um, in the fourth quarter, i I bet there'll be people that go enjoy the rest of their day somewhere else. <laughs> yes, get back to the tailgate lot, get a couple well, more. Well, well, some people are sweating the, sweating the number. Well, that's what I'll be watching for at the end. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Tom, uh, well, Ken's gone, so I can steer the conversation wherever I'd like. And you know where I like to go, and that's basketball. So let's talk yeah. a little hoops. It's the perfect time for it. you got two non-conference tomato cans in front of you. So let's talk about this Iowa basketball team. See more and more of the preview magazines starting to come out. Blue Ribbon's got to be right around the corner, excited for that. So as we get ready for college basketball, just overall, where you are with this Iowa team, how good do you think they're going to be? Um, I think this is one of the big mystery teams for Fran uh, in, in his tenure. Uh, because I don't, if, you would, if you'd tell me that they'd finish you know, top five in the Big Ten, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, I'd be maybe a little surprised, but I wouldn't be shocked by that. Um, if you told me they finished, uh, you know, below 10th, I wouldn't be totally shocked by that either. Um, so there's a, a huge variance for, for um, this Iowa team, I think, this year. Um, do I think they can be good? Yeah, I do. I wonder about the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jordan Bohannon's really the only proven shooter on this team, uh, so they've got to find... Uh, guys that can knock down shots because that's the name of the game today is knocking down shots. Uh, but there's just a lot of intriguing pieces. I think they're going to bring Connor McCaffrey off the bench, and I'm interested in that. He's going to kind of maybe be the leader of the the second unit, um, Not maybe not the point guard, but just kind of the guy that kind of orchestrates things a little bit mm-hmm. um, and gives him a veteran leader on that second group. They're young, uh, inexperienced, but I'm – I'm really interested in this team because I think they can be pretty good, and I think they're going to surprise some people. Starting lineup, it'll be, if it is Connor coming off the bench, Toussaint, Bohannon, both Murrays, and Rebrock in the middle? No, I think Patrick McCaffrey will be oh, three, McCaffrey. and then and Keegan at the four, yep. and then Rebracha at the, at the five. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm intrigued by the two young, big guys. You know, Joshua Nagale's got in better shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Riley Mulvey, uh, he put up a picture the other day. Boy, he's bulked up. He looks a lot stronger. The whole team looks stronger. I mean, Chris and Keegan Murray look stronger uh, than they did last year. So they have definitely made a concerted effort in the weight room. So, um, And Tony Perkins has been the guy that gets most of the talk. From, you know, you ask the players on the team, who's the guy that's really kind of killed it this summer? And every one of them that I've talked to, first name out is Tony Perkins. Wow. All right. I'm a Tony Perkins fan. Love what he did a year ago. There was times he brought some instant energy off the bench. How about the shooting stroke? Is he a guy that can even knock down 
35% of his threes? I think so. I think that's the big question mark with him is a consistent three-point shooter. Uh, we know he can get after it defensively. You know, he can attack the rim. Um, you know, it, it's handles creativity off the bounce and then um, and, and shooting the ball. That are the two areas that, that he needs to continue to work on. But I, I think he's going to be interesting. I think Aaron Euless is going to be really interesting. Um, and Chris Murray, I think, is going to be very interesting because, you know, at the end of the year, talking to some people, they, they told me that, that Chris was just killing it in practice. So mm-hmm. I think he's coming along really well, too. So um, I was going to have a lot of options. It'll be interesting to see how Fran kind of sorts through all this. Well, he's got a great start to do it because those first six games are dreadful. Longwood, yeah. UMKC, North Carolina Central, Alabama State, Western Michigan, Portland State. That is a whole lot of yuck. Tom, I don't do the non-conference because of RPI and the change to the net like I once did, but that is some hideous, hideous teams coming to Carver. That's a, that's a, only hostess would love that, right? Oh, boy. You know, a lot of cupcakes in there. Um, but it's not a bad idea for that team sure. because it is going to need to find a new identity. And the other thing we know is the Big Ten, you know, Fran always says it's 20 monsters, and he's not hes not off in that. It is, it is, it is monsters in that league to, to play. So um, he knows they're going to have a lot of tough games, um, and the RPI will be, will be fine. Will it be great? I don't know, but it'll be fine. I mean, they'll, they're, they're going to play enough tough competition, I believe. Virginia is going to be really good early on. Their two Big Ten games that they play in December at Purdue, preseason top five team for a lot of people. Illinois after that, and then they wrap things up at the end of the season with road trips to Michigan and Illinois. So, got to do a lot of work in the meat of that Big Ten schedule if they're even going to uh, flirt with getting to five hundred. Maybe have a chance to sneak into the tournament. Tom Kakert, Hawkeye. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe Lenardi has them the last team in last week. Yeah, Lenardi. I, I sometimes I wonder. I think he does some drinking. I think there, there's something going on there. Lenardi, that's that's a little too much for me with this Iowa team, but I would love to be <laughs> proved wrong. Big recruiting weekend, also home game. Uh, before we let you go, Tom, tell us what's happening on the recruiting front. Back to Iowa football. You know, the big name that's in this weekend is a name that's familiar to Iowa fans, and that's Kyler Casper, who is Kevin Casper's son. He's a four-star wide receiver out of Arizona. Um, and he's about six five. He's kind of a freakish athlete, and um, he's got offers from just about everybody in the country at this point. As a, and he's a twenty twenty three kid. So, um, yeah, I'm real uh, interested to see how uh, Iowa does with him. Uh, you know, he his folks are huge Iowa fans. You know, mm-hmm. dad obviously played at Iowa. Mom's an Iowa Iowa gal. So, um, you know, they're they're big Hawkeye fans. So it's, um, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, he's if, if Kyler is going to be the next like the Epineses. Just keep sending those uh, Casper kids in to catch passes at Iowa. And uh, one more name that you know pretty well from over there in Iowa City, Ben Keeter. Remember seeing him for the yeah. first time as a freshman at the state wrestling meet, and I said, "Woo, that kid! Does that look like a freshman? Big time wrestler. He's going to have opportunities there. Big time football player. Part of that." Undefeated start for the uh, Little Hawks of City High. Yeah, and he's going to be interesting because he's going to have opportunities to wrestle or play football. And, you know, I 
I would think he'll probably play football, but who knows? Um, he's a really good wrestler, and um, you know the opportunity is going to be there for him in both sports. And he's he's really blown up, and I think he'll continue to blow up even more as the season goes on. Going to be fun, Tom. Enjoy it. Kinnick Stadium, two thirty kickoff with Kent State tomorrow and Colorado State a week after that. Penn State game. Are we looking at a big noon kickoff, eleven o'clock for a Central Time? Yeah. Seems to be trending that way uh, that they're going to do the, the big noon game. But I think Iowa is going to push and push and push and push and push some more to get that to be a night game. Let's hope that the pushing works. Eleven o'clock for that game, especially if both teams do come in undefeated. That thing's got to be under the lights. Alas, we will see on that front. Tom Kakert, as always, appreciate it. Okay, thanks for having me on, Trent. Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Tons of great info, always there, part of the Rivals Network. Right now, it is your opportunity to win Claxon's Barbecue. It's delicious. I love the brisket. Had a brisket sandwich last time they brought some food in. Apparently, I found out that they brought food in when I was gone, when I was on vacation. Ken's gone today. Mary, hook me up. We'll get some Claxon sometime soon. It is so good. And now you got a chance to win. Dialed up right now, 284-5966. That's 515-284-KXNO. Your chance to win. i got four games for you along with the tiebreaker. You'll make your pick. If you make the most right picks, you got $35 to Claxon. Second place, $25. Again, 284-5966. When we come back, your chance to win Claxon's. Are you missing out on life's activities because of hip pain? Ask your orthopedic surgeon about anterior advantage hip replacement. To learn more, visit aahip.com. That's aahip.com. The performance of hip replacements depend on age, weight, activity level, and other factors. There are potential risks and recovery takes time. Only an orthopedic surgeon can tell you if hip replacement is right for you. To find an orthopedic surgeon in central Iowa that uses anterior advantage hip replacement, go to aahip.com. Podcasts. Joined once again by Dr. Kelsey Sawatsky, Elite Eye Care, University Avenue in West Des Moines. I'm a contact wear, but there's always some nuisances that come up. Tell us about some of the new things that you guys have at Elite Eye Care. One of the biggest things that we're doing is myopia control. So that's slowing down the progression of the eyes changing through daily disposable contact and then through the contacts that you can sleep in at night. Then you have nothing to worry about during the day. It's awesome. It's Elite Eye Care on University Avenue in West Des Moines and a new location, Dr. Sawatsky. In Ankeny now, we're seeing patients. The name of that practice is... Week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week two, DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet $1 on any football game this week and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money and do so at your own convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You Use the promo code KXNO to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's code KXNO this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. That's all. Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. That 
rap music means it's time for Claxons. We got four contestants lined up here. Let's get into it. I got four games for you. You'll pick them against the point spread, and if you win, you'll walk away with $35 in gift certificate money from Claxons. $25 to second place. We kick things off. Paul is up first. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Good to hear. So let's get into it and let's start at Kiddick Stadium. 2.30 kickoff. The Hawkeyes favored by 22.5 against the Golden Flashes at Kent State. Go with the Hawks. Going Iowa. Game two, Iowa State late night. It UNLV. The Cyclones are a 30.5 point favorite. Uh, UNLV. Game number three, it is Auburn on the road, whiteout against Penn State. Auburn getting five and a half. Penn State. And we finish up here with the NFL. The Vikings go on the road. They're a three and a half point dog against the Cardinals. Take the Cardinals. And we finish up our tiebreaker this week. Chiefs, they're on the road to take on Baltimore. Total points by Kansas City this week. Just the Chiefs. Total points this week? 24. 24. Paul, good luck to you. Let's go next to Jim. Jim's on Miller and Condon playing for some Claxons. What's up, Jim? Hey, Trent. Not much. Hawks favored by 22 in the hook against Kent State. Hawkeyes. Game two, Iowa State laying 30 and a half at UNLV. Got to take the Cyclones. Game three, Penn State favored by five and a half at home against Auburn. Let's do Penn State. All right, Penn State for you. To the NFL, the Vikings getting three and a hook at Arizona. Let's go with the Cardinals. And we wrap it up. Chiefs, how many points do they score against the Ravens for our tiebreaker? 28. 28. Good luck to you, Jim. Next up, we got Tyler on the line. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Trent. Iowa, 22 and a half against Kent State. I'll be different and go Kent State. Going with Kent State. Second game, UNLV. They're getting 30 and a half at home against the Clones. Uh, I'm going to go with UNLV. I think they've turned Purdy into a, a robot, and, and he's not as effective as, anymore as, as once he was when he was mobile. So I think they got to change that. But uh, I'll take UNLV. Going UNLV. All right, Tyler, let's go to the whiteout at State College, and it's a fun environment. Penn State, a five-and-a-half-point favorite against Auburn. Auburn. And we wrap things up. The Vikings getting three-and-a-half in Arizona. Vikings. Finish things up. Tiebreaker. How many points does Kansas City score this week in Baltimore? Uh, One. One going under. All right. Love that from Tyler. And we wrap things up. We got Jess on the line with us. What's up, Jess? Trent, how are you? I'm doing well. Kent State plus 22 and a half in Kinnick Stadium. I'm going to go with the Hawks. And the reasoning is they're not going to turn the ball over. It's going to be a bloodbath at the Kinnick. All right. Going Iowa. UNLV. Getting 30 and a half at home against the Clones. You've been saying it the last couple of days. I guess I'm going to start believing you. It's going to be a, it's going to get a get right game for the Clones. Give me the Clones. Large. Big Cyclones. Auburn plus five and a half at Penn State. Well, it's a wide out there, Trent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think Auburn hasn't played anybody all season. 
Give me Penn State, and I can't wait in two weeks to see Penn State and Iowa at night. That will be good. I hope you're right on that one. The Cardinals welcome in the Vikings. They are favored by three and a half. I'll go Cardinals. And we wrap things up. How many points Kansas City score closest without going over? Mm-hmm. 27. 27 the number. Appreciate that. Appreciate all of you for calling in. And, well, we had something fun planned here. We were going to do a celebrity picker, and then the celebrity, quote-unquote celebrity, got called into a meeting. So it didn't work out today. We are going to have a little fun while Ken was away. We still might try that, though, going forward. But speaking of Ken, yes, he'll be back next week. He's back with us coming up next. We will get his picks from Las Vegas as we break it down each and every week, we make our picks here during football season. Five picks a week, two in the pros, two in college, and our best bet of the week. That's coming your way next. It is our picks brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa, right around the corner. They will be here in our state. And looking forward to that. Ken, I know he's making a stop by. Ken and I went out there. When was that now? End of July. And had an opportunity to... Check out that new sports book. For you Cyclone fans that maybe have a flight leaving this afternoon, you're heading down to Fremont Street. You're heading to the old downtown area. First of all, let's be honest, the place looks so out of place down there because it's an older area. It is immaculate, but the sports book. I'm going to guess if you're listening to us, you probably enjoy certainly sports, but sports wagering might be a part of it as well. It's the Mecca. It is absolutely, and words cannot describe what it's like when you walk in there. It is completely different than anything you've ever seen for a sports book. Derek Stevens, he was told, you're crazy to use that much of your property for a sports book, but he's like us. He's a sports wager, and because of that, he wanted to build the best. He did that in a big-time way, from the huge screens to the lounge seating to the stadium seating that they have. You can sit all the way up top and see everything in front of you, It is the perfect environment. I know you Cyclone fans, you're going to have a lot of time before you finally get around to kickoff. 9.30 our time, 7.30 out there for the UNLV game. If you're heading out, hit up Stadium Swim. That's really cool, too, where you can watch all the games and be sitting in a cabana, get yourself a chair, just hop in the pool, whatever it is. Awesome experiences at Circa. So happy I was able to enjoy that. And Circa Sports coming here soon is all I can say. Very soon, though, to the state of Iowa. With that, they are the ones that put up the lines each and every Sunday. The first ones that put the lines out for college games. So you think you have an advantage. You think you're smarter than the book. You think you can beat the line. Maybe more importantly, Circa is the place that you want to go. You'll want to download the app when it's available here in Iowa. Beat everybody to the punch. You see a point spread. You think it's wrong. You can get on it right away on Sunday afternoons before anybody else posts the lines. One of the biggest things about Circa. So really exciting stuff there. Excited to get them in the state. Really enjoy the people. Mike Palm, who's one of their VPs, he's an Iowa guy. We talked with him when we was out there. In fact, we had him on, I think, the radio show and the TV show that we do a couple of times. Just a really good dude. Looking forward to getting Circa here in our picks presented by Circa. When we come back. On KXNO, 1460, 106.3 FM, back with... Bets off.
Global Direct Mail and Marketing is the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high-quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your... Are you missing out on life because of hip pain? Ask your orthopedic surgeon about anterior advantage hip replacement. To learn more, visit aahip.com. That's aahip.com. The performance of hip replacements depend on age, weight, activity level, and other factors. There are potential risks and recovery takes time. Only an orthopedic surgeon can tell you if hip replacement is right for you. To find an orthopedic surgeon in central Iowa that uses anterior advantage hip replacement, go to aahip.com. Trent Condon here to tell you about Renestate, the new revenue rocket ship. Putting your home up for rent, not for sale. But why would you do that in a seller's market? Just do the math. Selling a home will catch you some cash once, while renting a home keeps that cash coming month after month after month. And because there are always renters, but not always buyers, Renestate is foolproof, recession-proof, and retirement plan positive. What's not to love? The hassles of being a landlord? For one monthly flat rate, Renner's Warehouse will take away the tedious tasks. Tend to your tenants, answer the 3 a.m. calls, market your property, and collect the rent. Make the savvy, long game, paradigm shift and choose Rent Estate with Renner's Warehouse. Get your free rental price analysis today. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Because you can't buy happiness. Lawyers.com. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy. Time for picks. Ken, he's got his picks in. I got five for you. We got winners. But before that, let's take a quick phone call. Bob's been waiting patiently on hold. Wants to talk a little bit about the Cyclones as they get ready for UNLV. What do you got for us, Bob? Hi, guys. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about whether there might be some starting lineup adjustments uh, at UNLV due to the fact that uh, the offense, at least on the offensive side of the ball, due to the fact that the offense has been underperforming. So you're not the quarterback position, right? I think we we all know, at least for now, this is still Brock Purdy's job, but are you talking offensive line, maybe finding something in the wide receiver group? What direction do you think you're heading? Yeah, I'm talking about just about anything but quarterback. Mm-hmm. Could be, I mean, if we got eight or nine guys that are capable to be starters in the offensive line we can only start five that seems to be an area where there might be some adjustment and maybe even in the skill positions skill position something big and i appreciate the phone call there bob i think they need to find something else here and charlie kohler and chase allen very talented tight ends but 
they're not up the seam kind of threats. They're not guys that are going to be able, you know, to take the top off up the middle and bust things and split a safety and go up the field for a big 50, 60 yarder. So outside of what you have with Xavier Hutchinson, who's a really good receiver, it's up to Tariq Milton. He's back healthy. Is it Jalen Null, who there was a ton of buzz about the speedster out of Kansas City, 5'10"? Does the freshman get out there more? Joe Skates, we've been talking about the dude for three years now. It's time to step up. Shaw's a big receiver. He's getting back healthy. Wilson, the pieces feel like they're there, right? That you have the pieces to take that step forward. More than anything, though, it starts up front. And that'd be something I'd be looking at here. You know, Remsburg out there more, Schweiger, what they do at the at the right side of the offensive line position. Downing's got to play at a higher level. Foster's a six-year senior. You need to see more out of him. More than anything, you can point at the quarterback, skill position. That offensive line, though, has to play better. And they have the great elixir this week with UNLV. All right, time for our picks. Ken will be batting second. I lead things off. We're going to rip through these really fast this week. Ken said it earlier in the program today. Yes, I am on Fresno at UCLA. I'll grab the 11.5 with the Bulldogs. Good team. Saw that against Oregon two weeks ago. UCLA reading press, press clippings the last two weeks. Maybe I'm going to grab Fresno. Game two. Let's go to West Virginia's Tech comes in. Top 15 ranked Tech team after what they did against Carolina. I'm just not a big believer in Braxton Burmeister and that offense. West Virginia, I don't love Deggy, but I like them in this spot. Lay the two and a half with the Mountaineers. To the NFL! I had this in Claxons for a reason. I want to see if everybody was jumping aboard here. and We got really close. I like the Vikings in a bounce-back spot here. Arizona, Arizona not nearly as good as they looked last week. Minnesota not nearly as bad. I'll grab the Vikings in the three and a half. My final NFL pick, another one. Atlanta can't be worse than they were. It's a divisional game, and I'm getting nearly two touchdowns. Yeah, I'll take that. Give me Atlanta plus the 13 in Tampa. My best bet been on it all week. It was my favorite bet. It, it is the Wolfpack from Nevada. Wolfpack getting to, lane two, excuse me, at K-State. Just not the same team without Skyler Thompson. Eight and two on the season. Let's go over to Ken. He's got his picks here this week for us. All right, Trent Condon, I've got some work to do. Let's see if we can get off on the right foot. Uh, this week, uh, due for a three and two sign for that four and one be better. We shall see. Here we go. Let's start in the NFL. Uh, New Orleans, such an impressive win last week. They really opened up some eyes with that convincing victory over the Green Bay Packers in Jacksonville. Well, they stay on the road, but it's a divisional game. It's the Saints and the Panthers. I think New Orleans has got something here in Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston, uh, with the tutelage of Sean Payton, the fact that he sat out last year, and just watched a Hall of Famer in Drew Brees, admittedly not the Hall of Famer that he was at some point in his career, but ultimately he'll get there. But he watched and he learned. And for that reason, I think Jameis Winston is going to have a very good season. In fact, if you're looking for a long-shot MVP candidate that you might get at, I don't know, 25-30-1, to 1, uh, maybe Jameis Winston if the Saints go a long way. I think they'll beat Carolina. I will lay the three. That's pick number one. San Francisco, the 49ers, they let Detroit back in that football game last week. That surprised the heck out of me. They had them down. They just couldn't finish the deal. Now, ultimately, they won, uh, but they made it way too close. Philadelphia, I'm not buying Philadelphia. I'm buying San Francisco. It's only it's a tight line, three and a half. I will lay the field, uh, the uh, well, three and a half, and take the Niners uh, to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go to the college game. Couple of plays here. 
Going to start with Notre Dame and Purdue. Purdue is 2-0. Notre Dame... There's a lot of folks jumping off this uh, fighting Irish bandwagon. They host Purdue. I just think Notre Dame has more talent. Well, they do have more talent on the roster. Is this the weekend that Brian Kelly can get this uh, group to put it all together? Jack Cohn's kind of been, eh, but that's how he was at uh, Wisconsin. I'll lay the touchdown. Uh, take the fighting Irish over Purdue. Uh, and then Cincinnati and Indiana. This is such an important game for Cincinnati. The first of three in a row. Now they play this week against Indiana. Then they play Notre Dame coming off of a bye before Central Florida. Cincinnati has the feel that that's, this is going to be that pesky team that makes it very difficult for the playoff committee uh, to keep them out of the playoffs should things break their way. And if they're going to break their way, they're going to have to be undefeated. They've got to take a couple of Power 5 scalps. They can take a first opportunity this week with the Hoosiers. I'm going to lay three and a half uh, and take the Bearcats, who are favored uh, in Bloomington this weekend. Cincinnati, Notre Dame, my two college picks. My best bet of the week, it's back in the NFL, Cleveland and Houston. Houston, I thought, was going to be the worst team in the NFL. I still think they're going to be the worst team in the NFL when it's all said and done. How they beat Jacksonville? Well, they did. How Cleveland lost to Kansas City? Well, they did. Cleveland had a... They had him on the ropes and they let him off the hook. I, I think that Stefanski gets this team's attention this week. It's a big number, but I'm going to lay it if y'all want to play it. Who says that? Lee Sterling? I think that's Lee's line. But I'll lay it because I am going to play it. I'm going to take the Brownies minus 12 and a half as my best bet of the week. Recapping, the Saints minus three, Niners minus three and a half, Notre Dame minus a touchdown, Cincy, the Bearcats minus three and a half, best bet of the week, the Cleveland Browns minus 12 and a half as I try and close the gap on Condon. Who's going to be busy tonight? High school football will be coming up here uh, with Football Friday Night with Joe Stacy and company. But Trent's going to be down the FM dial at 96.9. The Bull. And you're going to be where? I will be at Drake Stadium. It'll be Roosevelt, undefeated Roosevelt, as they host the Urbandale Jayhawks should be a really good one out there. Urbandale off to a nice start themselves. They lost for the first time last week in overtime. Should be a real good one again. 7 o'clock with the kickoff. 6.45 with the pregame on 96.9. The Bull, you can also watch the game on CISN TV. Just pop up YouTube, search CISN TV, and you can find the game that way. And Ken, oh, he's playing favorites again this week. Five favorites. Like my chances like my chances. Thanks everybody out there for hey, dealing with me today. Good to hear from Ken a couple of times, get his picks. We'll be back with you on Monday. Before that, though, a lot of programming here on KXNO. Of course, get started again at 1 o'clock with Murph and Andy. 3 o'clock, it's the Fanatics. Chris will be checking in from Vegas. I'm going to hang out with Ross for a little bit as well. That'll be a good time. And tonight, it is Football Friday Nights. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you